I'm not getting out of the car to open your door or to meet you at the door or to ring your doorbell when you could just walk downstairs. I'm gonna be on Rico with that. It's too much damn work. I don't, I don't agree with it being too much work because you already put in the work. Uh, this is called red flags. He'd already told on himself, him and Oliver. I didn't tell myself. Listen, I told Listen let's keep it a hundo. Listen, I don't want my my daughters to be dating a guy that's in the mode that Rico is at, at this point in time in his life. You got to come to the door. Listen, and I'm I'm viewing it. You know, we I know text messages and the phones. Got it. Joke is just um, texting shorties. I am outside and expecting her to come outside and stuff like that. But on the first date, bro, if she give you that address, ring that doorbell. What? No, ring the doorbell. Listen, I'm a, I'm gonna teach my daughters just a, exactly this. If she gave the guy the address, now if you didn't, if you about to meet up with him, that's different. But if she gave the guy the address and he just texting you, you know, he just texting you to come outside. You 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 don't even say, I, and I'm I'm gonna be I'm just what I'm gonna teach him. You can say that I'm wrong. Doesn't matter. I'm gonna teach my daughters. Don't he already started off wrong? You no, I'm sorry. I'm good. She he already crossed the line. What do you mean? You you ring that doorbell, and for her to come outside. All this texting, yeah, I'm outside the whole nine yards. Nah, he got to show some goddamn chivalry. Something that that ha that has to happen. That sounds. Poetic. For real. And that sounds, and I know that, I understand that you're speaking in the sense that you have a daughter, so you want your daughter to be treated a certain way. And I 100% agree with you. However, I am not opening your door. You're getting four letters, H-E-R-E. -E. That means I'm here. That means come outside. And that means when we go, like whatever our plans are, we're going to go do what our plans were set to do. I'm not getting- Wow. You going to get the text message? With four letters, H-E-R-E. -E. He not even saying, I'm here. He just going to say, here. <laughs> that means come outside. Is chivalry dead is tonight's topic. We're about to go in. You already know. This is a caller-driven show. I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear your opinions. Is it dead? Is and I mean, I, the, the research that I was doing was crazy. You know, there. Whoa, just <laughs> listen. Is old-fashioned chivalry dead? Is there a modern chivalry? And can women be chivalrous too? Ah, wow. I don't. 1-800-920-1580. True or false? Chivalry. 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 Let me pronounce all of the syllables. True or false? Chivalry can only be effective if women accept and appreciate it. Oh, goodness. I don't know. So y'all got to play into it if it's going to happen. If it's going to be a part of our relationships, you guys have to acknowledge, accept it, and appreciate it if if it matters. Because it, it, it all begins and ends with the woman here, right? Because what other reason would a man have to be chivalrous? 1-800-920-1580. Uh, it gets even deeper. Is chivalry a gender role? Ugh.
Is it a gender role? Is that part of masculinity? Right? Is it? Is it part of good masculinity? Because as I dug deeper into the topic, chivalry has come under some fire. Right? Because since chivalry is negative because it minimizes and marginalizes women. It puts women in a state of helplessness. Mm. You know, don't worry about that. I got it. Are those kind of men still attractive to women? Don't worry about it. I got it. Is that still attractive to women? Now, uh, I asked a sister who was at the studio today. Is chivalry dead? And she was like, nope. And I said, uh, do you prefer a man to be chivalrous? And she basically said, he got to be that and then some. Now, the man she was with, he couldn't say nothing. She basically said, my thoughts are his thoughts. 1-800-920-1580. I, hey, <laughs> what is women's role in chivalry? I want sisters to call in. People, ladies, call in and tell me what it is. Now, you got to understand, chivalry uh, comes from France. It's a French term, circa 1300. And really what it represents is a body or host of knights, knighthoods, hawk. Who goes there? <laughs> it, it, I'm saying it. It represents a host of knights. And knights had a code, a code of honor, a code of ethics, right? The code of chivalry. Live to serve the king and country. Live to defend the crown and country and all it holds dear. Live one's life so that it is worthy of respect and honor. Hmm. Live for freedom, justice, and all that is good. Never attack an unarmed foe. Hmm. Never use a weapon on an opponent not equal to the attack. Chivalry. Now, Modern day chivalry, you know, is a little different. Chivalry originally uh, referred to the medieval knight's code of honor, but today's reference is different. It covers a range of things, usually just for the men, right? Usually just for male behaviors, from courtesy to overprotectiveness. Eee. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to ask the ladies, are men still chivalrous today? Do they still exemplify the original tenets of chivalry? Hmm? Ladies, look, uh, Arabia is in here looking at me like, don't ask me. Don't. <laughs> Don't, don't look over here. 
Oh, my goodness. The problem with chivalry is that it costs. Listen, this is what I'm saying. Chivalry has come under attack, you know, because all the ideas that we thought meant something are starting to be rewritten. The problem with chivalry is that it casts women in the role of delicate, fragile creatures, automatically assuming Listen, I know women are strong now. We talked about it with Dr. Delana Ferguson. And she was talking about, nah, y'all need to soften up. Right? Because the whole subject last Friday was, I don't need him. She was like, yes, you do. (laughs) But they're saying... Right here, April 28th, uh, 2017, the problem with chivalry is that it casts women in the role of the delicate damsel in distress. They are fragile creatures, and it also automatically assigns men the role of benevolent protectors. Chivalry is the place where The cliches of the damsel in distress and the knight in shining armor was born. Are women today saying they don't need a knight in shining armor anymore? 1-800-920-1580. This is about to get real deep. And I expect to hear from Heru Ali. Because Heru Ali will call in and tell you, y'all know China flew a balloon over the United States. Do you understand what that means? You know how Rufin to call in and tell y'all? See, you playing games. Now, this I'm doing my Heru Ali. Now ain't the time, you see? All this don't mean nothing right now, you understand? You better find him <laughs> and get right with him. Do you understand me? <laughs> That's Heru gonna call in. He gonna tell us exactly <laughs> what's going on. But now they're starting to conflate and kind of morph chivalry into something. I found something new. They're about to morph chivalry, which is a man's overprotectedness and uh, overprotectiveness, uh, provision. Uh, I got you taking care of you, taking a leadership role, you know, the the code, the code of honor that the knight, the shining knight in armor is supposed to do in his relationship. They're about to call this something different. They're starting to morph the definitions here. And what they're doing is really kind of cold blooded. They are now starting to call chivalry benevolent sexism. Benevolent sexism? What? Yes. How is benevolent sexism harmful? Benevolent sexism contributes to the gender equality by limiting the woman's role. Now, you already saw the definition for chivalry. The modern definition is basically saying, hey, they trying to minimize and marginalize a woman. Right. 
the, the modern references that they gave us, right? Yeesh. <laughs> she could do it herself. She don't need you. And now they're starting to call chivalry benevolent sexism. Benevolent sexism contributes to gender equality by limiting a woman's role. Thus, in the ambivalent sexism model, girls and women are punished for violating traditional gender norms. So you got benevolent sexism, which is, girl, you looking real tasty today. You know what I mean? <laughs> you understand me? Just like maple syrup, girl. <laughs> Little maple syrup. Uh-huh. Benevolent sexism. Now, in my life, what I've recognized is that this is going to hurt. The cuter you are as a man, the more attractive you are as a man, you tend to get away with benevolent sexism. If you ugly, it's harassment. 1-800-9-2050. I, I don't know. Go ahead. Go ahead, Andy. Hey, so. Andy in here now. <laughs> you was over here captivating people with them eyes, huh, homie? Hey, <laughs> young Zoe looking like a brand new Jaguar cat. Boy, they say that boy exotic. Look at him. And see, what I learned how to do when I was young was blink real slow. They say he got slow motion blinks. Oh, my God. See, I could get away with certain things. <laughs> We want to know, ladies. Talk to us. Tell us the truth tonight. Can you have equality and chivalry at the same time? Is chivalry the same as simping? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I know y'all ain't ready to have a real conversation tonight, are you? Huh? Because we know how women treat good guys. And sometimes the good guy is really a bad guy hiding behind good behaviors. We know this. But we talking about the real good guy. You be like, you know women will tell him, you a little too buttercream for me. You a little too soft. I mean, you're nice, but... Mm. <laughs> 1-800-920-1580. Somebody get to their phone line. I see the phone lines are on fire tonight when we come forward i'm gonna talk to everybody that's on the phone let's go reasons. the reasons that we're here the reasons that we fear our feelings won't disappear disappear you're listening to the voice of reason with zoe williams on kbla talk 1580 that's babyface whatever happened to chivalry 90s r&b was cold man see what you do is you go down to the Cheesecake Factory with your woman. It's Friday. You know, she done got dressed up. You know, she looked beautiful. Take her to the Cheesecake Factory because, you know, it's, it, it was expensive but not too expensive. You could squeeze in a movie with the Cheesecake Factory. And <laughs> you play your best playlist. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, y'all, don't be mad at me. Listen, tonight's topic. What is the problem with chivalry? Is it still useful today? 
with such an independent-minded, strong and educated and moneyed sisterhood. The sisters are moneyed and they're educated and they're independent-minded. Do they necessarily need you to pour on the pomp and pageantry? Now, some sisters will argue you down and say, yes, indeed. Show up or grow up. One of the two, brother. <laughs> if you a real man, you know how. You know how women be going ham, right? Okay. But then there are other women that says this marginalizes us. This minimizes us. Who wants to talk about it? Tiffany from Atlanta, first on the line. Get in here. You already know what it is. I'm finna, I'm finna put y'all on blast in that chat, child. First off, if a man has decided that he no longer wants to be chivalrous, baby, yo, chivalry, quote unquote, one genuine at all. Okay, because for any excuse for you to say like, oh, well, I don't want to be chivalrous no more towards women because woo, woo, woo. Who hurts you? Why you ain't healed? I'm going to need you to seek help. And then from that whole situation where it's just like, oh, like the feminist movement saying that, oh, you're you're putting the roles on women and, you know, what we can do for ourselves. Baby, that movement is not for us. Okay, that's another situation where it's like we got to mind our own business. They pick and choose when they want to let us on, come into the fight and tap us in the game, coach. So to that extent, it's just like, no, I don't, I don't go for that whole feminist movement. Like, it's, it's chivalry. It's a man opening your door. Um, I ain't talking about put your coat down in the portal, let me walk over it, baby. We can both jump over, but at the same time, it's an opening your door, pulling out your chair, you know what I mean? Like, walking on the outside of the street or whatever. Those are things that just make a woman feel petite. Now, I ain't the most petite woman in the world, but I love to feel delicate like a flower. Make me feel delicate like a flower. And that's what it's all about. It's about showing that love, that effort, you know, just putting that behind what it is that you're seeking. Now, if you got the ulterior motive to just say like, okay, well, I'm going to do it because I'm looking to get in it, then that's, that's your prerogative. But... If you get serious with that woman and you fall for that woman and all of a sudden that chivalry stop, oh, baby, she going to know and she going to know that you phony and that that relationship is just built on a whole bunch of lies and a whole bunch of deceit. Wait a minute, Honey. Tiffany. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I got to push back just a little taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, agree or disagree? Do we live in a transactional society? Yes or no? Absolutely. Do we live in a capitalist society? Yes or no? Yes, sir. Do we live in a materialistic society? Yes or no? For sure that. And women typically have a laundry list of expectations that they want their men to to come with, to be about, right? When they decide to get with them, correct? Mm, Yes or no. Okay, that's fine. I'll take yes and no. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. So, when men put on their best chivalrous performance, is it Mm -hmm. not for a payoff in much the same way that women's expectations, their list of expectations, desires a payoff? And when men don't get the payoff, like y'all, don't we we both get upset? I'm just asking. Let's fall. 
Alfonso, because you said, now I want you to be as fair as you know yourself to be. I want you to put that playing field on both sides now. I'm always. Now, oh, understand. wait a minute. Wait a minute, Tiffany. I'm <laughs> always fair and balanced. Tiffany, you just hold on one second. I'll be right back to, to talk to you, Tiffany. You have flustered me fully. Listen, <laughs> we coming back to Atlanta to talk to Tiffany. She has angered me. We've got a lot to talk about. And so in love with you. Fire tonight. tonight. It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the chivalrous sounds of Freddie Jackson. Nobody should hurt you. A man of chivalry. He protects this woman. Now that's something I, I heard before from from one of my girlfriends from back in the day. Beautiful sister, actress. She's still doing her thing now. She told me one of my most chivalrous moments with her. We were in the movie theater and we were watching a film together and there was a crowd, uh, a crowd of young uh ruffians so to speak and (laughs) she said they got like really loud but she kind of stepped out of pocket herself because she popped off on them won't y'all be quiet but then when they rose up the lord by her side drew his sword (laughs) no but when i flare up i flare up in a different way so it's almost demonic. It's like, who am I with? But later she was like, dude, when they saw, because I think I stepped over some some rows. Like I, I I have a problem with the anger thing. I know. I I don't I ain't scared to admit it. I'm damaged. I'm broken. But I think I leaped over a few rows and I was down in their row. Like, what's happening? <laughs> you know, I was it was a different vibe. But they, you know, they stood down and then we went back and, and watched the movie. But I think women like to feel protected, right? I think they like to feel protected. But, well, we'll talk about the, the flip side of you being attracted to an aggressive guy. But then when he flips it. Because he flips it on you, too. 1-800-920-1580. Tiffany from Atlanta, get in here. Mm-hmm. Look at you. Tiffany. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. Now, that's all, that's all well and good. I sure enough love me a man who know how to, like, literally just listen. But it gets scary. Even when you dealing with a man who, say, for instance, y'all in a party, 
and a guy double backs and look at you and he has a stare off with that guy and he does not want to stop looking at that guy because he's welcoming the smoke, that gets scary. But at the same time, it's kind of like, okay. Choose your team, Tiffany. Who you with, Tiffany? If I'm, I'm trying if, to tell you. If I'm, I'm, hey, if I'm still staring, you stare in the other direction. Don't worry about me staring. <laughs> listen, listen, let me tell you something. I I I I got to get us home. All right, somebody got to be locked. All right. So, but I, I'm a, I'm gonna tell you like this. I'm a show enough. I'm a celebrate you in the car Good. for being so shivery. But while I'm now, there, let me handle mines. Let me handle mines. There you go. There you go. Stand there down, go. Tiffany. Stand down. I got this. <laughs> Listen, and you right. But let me get you to the car, okay? Because you got to remember, he ain't going home with me. You going home with me. But the, back on to the subject of earlier. Mm-hmm, talking about, okay, you accept that yes or no. Now, let's get back to the list of the things. Like, third, I happen to mention um, what collateral am I putting up for the chivalry? I mean, are men so, let me let me just ask you this, Tiffany, and then you could just mm-hmm. go. I'm gonna give you space. Are men not supposed to expect nothing in return for what they provide to you, ladies? You know what's so funny that you asked that, though. Y'all really think that women, gosh, y'all really think that y'all got it in the pocket. Yeah, <laughs> y'all. It's, we it's, know it's you guys are ephemeral. We know you guys are wishy-washy, and you're you're down with us for one moment, and you know it. Go ahead, just go let on. me let let me ask you this: <laughs> Have you ever got with a woman, and then y'all get in into the mood, and then you just happen to notice that she has on a matching bra and panty set? Yes, I've noticed that. Yeah, that's because she knew she was gonna give up the duty. Okay, oh. she knew what she was gonna already do. So wait a so minute, you guys walk around and mismatch all the time. Okay, okay, cool. So <laughs> when is there's a cue, guys? Pay attention. When it's matching, it's on and cracking. So just stay the course. It's, Continue, Tiffany. Absolutely, absolutely. Don't mess it up because if <laughs> if it gets to the point where it's like, oh snap, wait a minute, this this lace matches that one. The colors are the same. Oh. She was ready. And guess what? When all of that comes off and she butter smooth, you already know. Sweetie, she chose you before you told her. So shea or butter maybe, and high-end, you know, undergarments let you know it I'm was already to, a yes. Okay, brothers, pay attention. Hey, Continue. You. I'm trying to tell you. Now, with that whole femininity kind of deal, yeah, I'm all for it. I'm not for the feminist pushback of, okay, so now I'm considering men to pretty much be uh, downsizing who I am or trying to purposely make me a damsel in distress. Like, no, I live in my femininity. Yes, and I'm going to, but I'm not going to take away for the chivalrous side of a man and what it is that he wants to show me. Now, I do believe that at the end of the day, it's transactional. Just, it's going to be that way. Between men and women, regardless, it's going to be transactional through something. Women are going to come with their expectations. Men are going to come with their expectations, no matter how it is they look, no matter what it looks like. We're going to all come with our expectations. 
you deal with a person if those expectations is just matching and you can mess with it. Okay. That's well, just what it is. I love it, Tiffany. I love it when you call in and get a little feisty and give up game about what you really think. But we appreciate it. You brought Atlanta into the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me, 1-800-920-1580. I want to talk to you about this whole discussion because it's really going down. Leroy from Englewood. Is chivalry dead? Are you a gentleman? Or have you been taken advantage of being a gentleman? <laughs> Can you hear me clearly, yes. brother? Though, brother Lee, Lee Roy, all right, I, hear you. I have been, I have, I have been a gentleman, and I am. I enjoy being that. I like taking care of women, opening doors, the whole nine. Have I been taken advantage of? Of course. Uh, have I at times been too nice? Yes. Have I at times said things that made the matching bra panties and the shea butter go into depression? Yes. <laughs> have I learned to be quiet? Yes. Okay, uh, but, but let's, let's, let's not forget, Zoe, I love the way you begin. I want to thank you also for giving the women who make sense, whether you agree with them or not, extra time uh, going back to Friday, and then it was like a Tuesday before that, and the sister that just got on. I, I love how you do that with your version of chivalry. Uh, <laughs> sh chivalry chivalry comes from a war culture. Yes. Chivalry comes from a capture culture. Chivalry comes from a warlord bandit culture. Mm. Whether that meant the woman was told to walk behind or to walk in front, uh, was, was you know, be quiet. All that had to do with you could get snatched up, rounded up, or, or, or captured at any time. And so when you read the Bible, don't just look at what, how they're treating women. When you listen to chivalry, look at the context, what was going on. Women were getting snatched up regularly. Right. I mean, like, that wasn't no joke. So uh, when you get white feminist logic comes along, it distorts the context in which these traditional rules came about. And when black women follow it, it is destructive, corrosive and combustible. It leaves these confused black followers more prone to hating Shahrazad Ali, rejecting Queen Afua and avoiding Dr. George de Gruleri. They'll read the book, but they won't do the study guide. Mm. Now, I know this is the age of Aquarius. It's the time of the woman. But I hope they wake up before the quantum age of artificial intelligence eliminates their best options. Black women should run away from white feminist logic if they value healthy black families and the building of healthy black communities. That's my opinion as well as my, my informed opinion as well as my facts. Brother Leroy, we appreciate the insight. All thought processes are appreciated here. We have no gripe or beef with what the brother said. And if somebody wants to disagree, they can call in and do that, too. There's space for you as well. Leroy, you brought Inglewood into the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. Now, when I come forward, we're going to go to Louisiana. We're going to go to Jacksonville. We got another sister on the phone. The phone lines are bananas right now. Does chivalry even matter today? And what is the problem with chivalry? We got a lot to talk about when we come forward. Is it good to you? Good to you? More Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. After coming forward, we got phone callers, but before I get to them, Agree or disagree, chivalry was created in a time 
where women were seen as the weaker sex and men as the dominant protector and provider. So some of the attributes of the practice of chivalry are a tad bit outdated. How is benevolent sexism harmful? Look up the term. I'm going to read it on the air, but I want you to look it up. Benevolent sexism. This is like kind, sweet, but gestures of, hey, girl, you know all you had to do was call me. I would have taken care of it for you. Yeah. Do women, do modern women, see the act of chivalry as soft? 1-800-920-1580. Can chivalry and feminist ideas coexist in modern-day relationships? 1-800-920-1580. Call me, call me, call me, call me. What is woman's is the woman's role in chivalry? I want women to call in and share that with me. What is your responsibility in chivalry? Do you have one or is it solely the man's responsibility? And if it is, you can't be mad at why he mad today. 1-800-920-1580. We all fired tonight. I need to hear from you, ladies. How you modern and old-fashioned at the same time? I just want to know, do, do most women like old-fashioned chivalry as long as it fits into a modern feminist mindset? one 800 Mimi from Jacksonville, Florida. Get in here. Hey, so I'm calling your show. I just want to know. Hey, Come on, Mimi, sing your song. <laughs> I don't know all of it. <laughs> what up, Mimi? What are your thoughts on tonight's topic? Okay, hi, everyone. First, I want to say this. Miss, mismatched lingerie, he can still get it. Oh. That's based on what Tiffany was saying. Yes, matchy-matchy, yeah, yeah. But mismatched can get it, too. <laughs> That's all I want to add on that part. Okay. <laughs> And also, I'm not sure if I agree with what Leroy said about what he said. I don't think that black women, I don't think we're necessarily following white women as far as feminism and the movement and all of that, because wasn't there like a black woman's movement, what was it called, womanism or something? You know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, okay, good, because you're smart. I like that. So to answer your question, for me, chivalry is not dead. I personally love a strong, hard, that came out wrong, good, sweet man. And I want to be treated, like Tiffany said, I want to be treated petite. I'm, you know, feminine, whatever. I'm soft and pink. And I like a man that pulls out the chair, opens the car doors, and does all those things. And no, he's not a simp. I think that's really just BS. The simp thing, a man that treats his wife, girlfriend, woman well is not a simp. He's not weak. He's not corny. He's a man. Because I feel like when you're a man, a man is going to treat his woman well. And in return, a woman is going to treat her man well. Interesting. Interesting thoughts. I expect you to call back later. 
I shall push back again. Mimi from Jacksonville, Florida, we appreciate you calling in. Listen, if you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me, 1-800-920-1580. It all sounds so like, yeah, Uh uh-huh, that's how it's supposed to sound, uh-huh. But some of these women be straight up Category 5 hurricanes internally. Talking about, I want to be delicate and pink and soft and and loving and caring. Some of these women are as hard as the men they're attracted to. Just be honest. Be honest, shame the devil. Be honest, shame the devil. Right? Listen. If, if, listen, if you're an exceedingly good, effective caretaker of your own spirit, you'll attract that. But if you're reckless with your own soul, sister, you're about to get a reckless soul in your life. That's just how. See, this is why I'd be mad. I'm pink and you remember the Brock's candy, the. Pink and chocolate and white coconut. I'm I'm all sweet and delicate. No, no. <laughs> no, you're not. And many women. Somebody call in and correct me. Maybe it's Cali Soul. But many women act like the mean girl to the nice guy. Huh? See, some this whole chivalry stuff, y'all think it's just. By default, it's supposed to happen because you're a woman. And I understand why you would want that. But you can't mistreat a guy that you know intuitively that you're not going to do anything with. But you know what? I guess I'll go have dinner on him. one 800 9 When we come forward, the phone lines are bananas. We got a lot to talk about. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica. This is why chivalry is dead and women killed it. I mean, y- y'all can say what you want to say, man. <laughs> it ain't but dead. why is a man, real talk, like like feminism is here. You know, women are more educated than ever before. They make their own money. You know what I'm saying? And as a byproduct of them being making their own money and becoming more successful, you get a little bit more masculine energy. You're not going to be a, a heavy hitter making yeah. money by being passive in a You're going to become a little bit more masculine, right? And then on top of that, women are just having a little bit more recreational sex, which is fine, mm-hmm. right? Cool. Do your thing. But you can't expect men to be traditional, hold the door open for you, All pay for the it. date, yeah. treat you like a lady, etc. When you guys are no longer traditional women. It's so guys have adapted to the situation because men haven't really changed. Women have. Yikes. Who was that? Was that who? I don't know who that was. But do you agree or disagree with his sentiment? Yikes. Agree or disagree? As time evolves, the definition of chivalry must change. No longer are men viewed as the stronger sex that provides for the weaker female sex. Chivalry should be a trait all genders have? Yes, I literally read that in a peer-reviewed article. 
Let, let, let me say, uh, do you agree or disagree with this? As time as times evolve, the definition of chivalry must change. No longer are men viewed as the stronger sex that provides for the weaker female sex. Chivalry should be a trait all genders have. What? I might just be old. Wow. 1-800-920-1580. Phone lines are absolutely bananas. Who's been on the longest? Abid from Louisiana. Oh, Zoe, I love this show. Love you, brother. Um, good topic. Really good topic. Thank you, fam. Um, chivalry is not dead. It is not dead. Um, for me, in my opinion, um, you, 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 you get the kind of person you need. In other words, if a, if a woman is receptive to that, then that's okay. I don't want a woman that, that you know, all posted up. No, I don't need a man. I, I don't need that. If, if she don't need that, then that's not for me because the chivalry, the chivalry piece to this is that, that, that what I do for someone that I care about, especially someone I love, uh, how I show affection and protection and all that, it's, 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 um, it's a part of my growth as well. And let me give you an example real quick. My grandson, who's 10 years old, I taught him chivalry. Now he was very, very, um, you're very, very uh, uh, disagreeable and, and kind of rejected the idea of opening the door for his little sister and cousin. But after a while, he kind of liked the idea of opening the door for his mother, opening the door for his grandmother, opening the door for... He kind of bought into that. So and the more he did that, the more that muscle grew, and the more he was... He, he liked doing that, you know what I mean? And not to say, and I say chivalry... Um, it's, it's two sides to that because a sister does things in other ways. It might not be called chivalry, but she shows her appreciation in other ways too. So for me, I, I, I look for someone who can appreciate that and accepts it. I don't want someone that that's, you know, I can, ha I can do everything who needs a man. I, I don't need that kind of person, you know, but so someone that accepts what we call chivalry, you know, uh, someone that accepts that someone accepts me opening a door for them or doing certain things now. For those that don't, if we land in the bed at night and we hear we hear some noise downstairs in the dark, I'll, I'll hand you the night and you go down and see who it is. <laughs> I'm independent. I don't need no man. Give me the night. Yeah, I don't need no man. <laughs> honey, that, honey, that bat's behind the door. Go down there and see who it is for me, please. Here's a flashlight. Handle it. <laughs> Handle it. <laughs> hey, brother, I appreciate no, the call, man. <laughs> I appreciate the call, appreciate brother. Appreciate you, though. Thank you, man. Thank appreciate you for calling you, in, man. That was good. Let me ask you guys this question. Do you think this was chivalrous? I don't, I never sat my oldest son down and talked to him about chivalry. But I thought that this was interesting. Because he and my daughter are three years apart. When he was a senior in high school, big-time basketball recruit, right? She's a freshman at the same high school. He went to every dude at the school. Look, this is a picture of my little sister. She'll be coming here. Don't make me hurt you. <laughs> right? He just he just put it out there like, don't holla at my little sister. Is that chivalrous? I don't know. But he let it be known. He, I, as a matter of fact, my, my daughter mad at me now because she was, you didn't. You didn't put me in basketball. I said, because you, you didn't ask to play. 
See, I'm this kind of parent. If you ask to do something, I'm going to provide you with all the resources that you need to do it. We're going to get it done. But you got to want to do it. So when I was trying to get her to play basketball, she was pushing back. I don't wanna, I'll just watch New. I'll watch. Okay. When New decided, Dad, I'm all in. Now I'm. We got trainers. We 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 driving the gyms. And we every. I'm I'm pushing him. New is the one who got my daughter to play basketball. He went and didn't ask her. I was being the daddy. He was being the big brother. He went to the coach and said, "Hey." put her on the team he was a big star at that time in high school so he could he he talked to the jv coach get her on the team and she was on the team and that's how she started her basketball career in high school but she, once she started to like it she got mad because she was like you didn't pre you didn't prepare me like you prepared new i said because you didn't choose it you should have chose it every time i tried to put it on you it was like nah but new was different. New, like I said, he, he he took care of his sister at school. He protected his sister while he was he was only there for one year, but he put everybody on blast and let them know this is my little sister. So, hmm, is that chivalrous? 1-800-920-1580. We got callers all over the place. Let's get him in here. Who's been on the longest? Heru Ali, Battle Creek, Michigan. You know the deal. Get in here. Peace and love to the family of nations. Honor so Honors Andy, honors the new technician that's filling in, honors to the God, uh, Tavis Tavis Smiley. Smiley. <laughs> and, 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 and Arabia. Honors to you. Arabia. <laughs> and Arabia, honors. Listen, can, can you give me, just to help me orient myself, can you give me the definition of, of chivalry one more time before I proceed? Ah, you would like the definition, my brother. Yes. Por favor, Kanichi. Indeed, sir. It is circa 1300. It is from France. Right? Chivalry is a noun. A body or host of knights. Knighthood in the feudal system. The feudal social mm -hmm. system. Bravery in war. Warfare as an art from old French chivalry, meaning knighthood. Chivalry, nobility. Chivalry, art of war. <laughs> From chival from uh chivalar. This is where we get our word cavalier, right? This is where we get the cavaliers, right? Knight means knight. So again, horsemen, uh, is they have a code. Yes. You want to hear the code? Please. The code: live to serve king and country, live to defend crown and country, and all it holds dear. Live one's life so that it is worthy of respect and honor live for freedom justice and all that is good never attack an unarmed foe never use a weapon on an opponent not equal to the attack there you go knighthood honors uh, for that yes yeah we, we listen chivalry is not dead Feminism is on life support. What? Talk and that's what I put in the... It, listen, it, what our sisters don't know, and it's not their fault, the vast majority, some are not all, but we, we, we're not dealing with the outliers, we're dealing with the 51%. Sisters don't know that their superpower is their femininity. 
femininity is the key that opens and unlocks all the doors to what you want. But no, what what has been the vast majority of my experience? Toxic female masculinity. Wait. Toxic wait. female masculinity. Wait, you done coined a whole new term? Toxic female masculinity? Go deeper into that. Yeah, what yeah. does that Give me mean? <laughs> Listen, and guess what? It is that toxic female masculinity. What happens is, and I'm going to quote you, passive aggressive prostitution. Zoe Williams. I didn't come up with it. He diagnosed it. Diagnosis is critical to cure. So here's the thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, what, what, what are we really doing here? That's what you said yesterday when I got upset. Yeah. Uh, what is yeah, happening absolutely. here? What in the world is going <laughs> Listen, I, I, I sent a topic to you on the the, hmm, the HMM method. I, I don't know if you saw it or reviewed it. Just, you know, no pressure. But guess what? Listen, if we cannot come together as I breathe, as I breathe, as I live and breathe, come to, yeah. as I live and breathe and understand the, the social, economic, political, economic, the, the state of the union was last night. If we cannot, COVID, all of that stuff, if we can't see that, listen, ain't nobody for us. But us, if we can't get it together, it's a wrap for us. All of these haughty expectations, you got to have this, you got to have that. It's really, what, 80% 80, 80 obesity, but you want a uh, six foot, six figure, six pack. Really? Are, are you serious? When, when, when storm, I always say the three most worst elements on this planet is weather, white supremacy, and the wrong woman laying next to you in your bed. Because y'all can build an empire and collect all the material and financial goods and all that stuff. And as soon as they get scorned, they can destroy it. They can rob a man of his legacy and the inheritance of their children. I have been there and done that. Talk to me. Okay, Farrakhan. That's, that's a, that's a Farrakhan. Talk to me. <laughs> okay. I, I thought we was talking you are together. People. <laughs> you are in the same people. <laughs> hey, Haru. <laughs> Appreciate the call, man. Thank you for the insight. Battle Creek, Michigan, in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call us at 1-800-920-1580. Listen, man, the beauty about conversations like these is they're nuanced, they're varied, and they're half-truths everywhere. If chivalry is about a code, ask a woman, when was the last time you met a man with a code? An internal code. 
Not a code he learned from somebody, a code he has cultivated within himself from conquering his shadow, the things he's been through. He's conquered them, and now he has cultivated a code. If we want to talk chivalry, right? Because I'm listening to the brothers in the chat room saying, chivalry is a code of respect. I would say you got to add one more word to that. Chivalry is a code of self-respect. And many men hide behind a code that might be authored by somebody else. Because, again, they want you to follow their gender. Let's just be real. By default, I'm a man. By default, I'm the leader. By default, I'm the protector. But does that make you a quality man to be with? Right? If you're going to cultivate a code, it should be a code that was extrapolated from you conquering you. But if you haven't done that, how can a woman respect you? How can a woman honor you? If you haven't developed a code of self-respect, how is she supposed to respect you? Because you want to say, oh, you know, I'm the sun and she the moon. Play that orange moon by uh, Erica Badu. <laughs> Put the Erica Badu. Everybody want to talk metaphysical and spiritual, right? Oh, the man is the sun and the woman is the moon. Okay. The moon reflects the sun's light. And if you're a sun reflecting at the intensity of a moon, boy, you soft as doctor's cotton. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the smooth sounds of the voice of reason. I'm an orange moon. When we come forward, the phone calls shall continue. We've got a lot to talk about. Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of reason has returned. 
we got a heavy conversation going on, man. And ladies, I love to hear your voice. They've been calling in. The brothers have been calling in. We are all over the United States. National show up in here. Let's talk about it. We're talking about chivalry. And are men mistaken? Are we mistaken? Let me just be honest. As a brother, I've had my issues and my problems with sisters, but for the most part, I feel responsible for sisters. I feel responsible for sisters. My sisters, my aunt, uh, people I know, people in my circle, I feel responsible. Is that wrong? Is that a problem? Because for a lot of people, men think they're responsible for women, right? And it builds, I guess this adds to toxic masculinity because there's a kind of like, yo, get over here. I got, I'm taking care of you. I got you. There's some of that. There's some aggressiveness associated with it. I don't know. Ladies, make it clear for me. They have it listed as a misbelief, right? It says misbelief number one, men are responsible for women. This stems from the twin ideas that men should protect and provide for women and that women need men's protection and support. Now, these Age-old concepts are being pushed back on now. People are like, women in particular are like, no, I don't need you for that. I don't need to be protected. I don't need your financial support. This is, that's why it's labeled as a, I told you, I dove deep into the research here. This is labeled as a misbelief. Misbelief number one, men are responsible for women. Giving unsolicited help to women such as opening doors or managing the finances, may seem well-intentioned, but paternalistic. They, they've labeled it as paternalistic. Just give me, give me your checkbook. Let me, let me balance your checkbook. You out here playing. You done wasted $37 since I last saw you. Give me your... Paternalistic actions like these assume that women are fragile, less competent, and can't or shouldn't make their own Life decisions. Example, not offering a woman a high visibility project or challenging international or, or, or challenging an international assignment that may be offered to her because she's young and has children. Like, oh, you got bigger fish to fry. You got kids. You don't need this international gig. What's wrong with you, woman? Get back in the house. So men are responsible for women. Misbelief number two, men and women are different. And complimentary now i've all i've i've been taught that men and women are different and complimentary they're saying this is a problem they're saying this is a belief that men and women are naturally suited for distinct responsibilities and roles in society i was taught that's what it is they're saying nah women can do what you do punk don't ever tell me what i could do and what i can't do Women got this situation covered, homie. I'm going to say this and I'm going to end mines on women, dog. I'm like, wait, hold on. Where are we? <laughs> but apparently, all of the ideas 
that used to be the bedrock and foundational understanding of what men and women meant to each other. It's all different now. And and chivalry is not exempt. Chivalry is a part of this reconstruction period. Listen, uh, I want to go to the callers, but if I go to the callers right now, we're up against our longest break. Just give me a few more minutes, callers. We're going to go to Denver, San Fernando, and Oakland because I want to get you guys' opinion on this. Because most men I talk to really want to believe in chivalry. And I think most women I talk to want to believe in chivalry, but it's conditional chivalry. We'll talk about more when we come forward. Flight time, you know, Jimmy Jam and them. Is sensitivity a part of chivalry? And men who lack chivalry, do they lack sensitivity? I don't know. Ladies, you must call in and share your thoughts. Let me just say this. Before I get to the phone calls, I'm going to get to everybody. Everybody's going to get on. But let me just say this. It has been my understanding and my experience. Chivalry is really a performance. Have you guys ever seen those little birds that dance and do them weird dances? These real elaborate dances and they have all these feathers and they, they put on a performance. To me, for men, human beings, chivalry is like that. Uh, Tiffany, when she called in, her the first caller of the show, she was basically saying you start that way, but you don't stay that way. And that's because for most men, especially in this society, chivalry is a part of a performance. It's a ceremony. I'm going to put on a show. And if she likes the show, then whatever I'm in it for, I may have a better chance of achieving it. But the reality is, and I've said this a billion times now, relationships are really about self-work, discovering who you are, healing yourself. It's really a hospital for the soul. That's what relationship really is. Because everything you haven't dealt with comes out. How you communicate, how you shut down, how you stonewall, how you ignore, how, uh, how you uh, display microaggressions towards your partner, how you show outright aggression towards your partner. Like a relationship is the litmus test for all of the stuff you, you haven't graduated from. It's all going to come out. So what tends to happen with men in this society is we put our best foot forward. We put our best performance forward. And that's us acting as chivalry. As I stated earlier before, most men do not have an internal code, a code that they are the self-author of. Most men got a code that bits and pieces from their uncle, from their daddy, if they had a daddy, from granddaddy. You understand what I'm saying? From homies in the streets, uh, uh, friends at work, people at school. Most people, most men don't have that. So the question is, ladies, is it dead? Callie Soul, Denver, Cal uh, Denver, Colorado. Get in here and tell me about it. Peace, family. 
<laughs> what up, Callie? Get in here. Talk to me. Is it dead? Is it done? Chivalry? Is no, it? Is it a performance? Dead. Eh, that's a thin line right there. And I hear you because in nature, um, the ma- the male birds and the male of the species are the brightest. They have the brightest feathers. They got the fly feathers. Have the brightest. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you know, and that's all a part of the dance in nature. So when it comes to human beings, we we're part of nature too. Like it's natural for a man to be chivalrous. When my nephew was four years old, he's 16 now, but when he was four years old, my mom's boyfriend was, you know, acting out of pocket. Four years old, he said, excuse me, we need to have a meeting. Mm. And he sat him down and he told him, you hurt my Mima's feelings. And he did, you know, he, he said whatever he had to say. And then when he finished with my mom's boyfriend, he said, no more meeting. This is four years old. Wow. Chivalry is 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 in us, just like femininity is in women at a young age. We we lined our baby dolls up and started telling them what to do. We was feeding them. We started telling men what to do. Like that's a part of mothering, nourishing. You know, um, I could say that I never had a problem with chivalry, but that's not true. Once I learned how I was vibrating and how I was showing up, and I adjusted myself. I always say, you got to mind your business. Everybody got to mind their business. <laughs> Men got to mind their business and women got to mind their business. And for me, minding my business looks like learning how to fall back. And a lot of women, I know I'll get some pushback on that because it's like, oh, we not to be subservient to them and all that stuff. Well, I'm like, what's the other guy in you? Do you want them to be calling you out your name, some wanches and some bees? Or do you want them to respect you? You got to give, give folks space to show up as who they are. From my homeboys, to my uncles, to the men that I've dated, I don't have problems with chivalry no more because I've learned how to give space. I've learned how to listen. People in general love it when you listen to them. I've learned how to pause when I'm walking through a door, even if it's a stranger, a man that I ain't never seen before. If I'm about to walk into a door, I'm going to slow up my stride a little bit so that I can at least give him the opportunity to show up if he wants to. And if he don't, check this out. I'm not going to be mad and go into all this, oh, Chivalry, I can't believe you you opened the door for me. Like, no, chill out. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Continue. You cooking right now. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if you, you're a life coach, so you probably heard of the book, The Strength Finder. Mm-hmm. And what it does is it instead of dealing with your deficits, it deals with your strengths. Everybody out there need to go read The Strength Finder. Because what you'll do is you'll learn what your strengths are, and then you'll see what type of people you need to have in your life so that y'all build off of each other's strengths. And that goes for men and women. That goes for heterosexual relationships, homosexual relationships, job relationships, friendships, all of it. Yeah, it also deals with, uh, you know, it'll, it'll illuminate, you know, what kind of friendships you have that are serving your weaknesses, right? Absolutely. It's a heavy book, but I appreciate you, Callie. So, you know, we always love it when you call and you share your insight. Call in anytime. You got a seat at the table. Denver, Colorado is in the building because of Callie. So let's keep it pushing. Yes. Yes. Hello. Uh, Y'all dropped her. She was just asking me a 
Hey, Zoe. And I'm sorry, Callie. So type it in there. These boys got happy fingers in here. They, they We talking. They. That's what happened. It's over. Dana from San Fernando Valley. Get in here. Talk to us, Dana. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Welcome to the show, Dana. Hey, Joe. How are you? Oh, Thank you. We are alive up in here. Talk to us. Okay, so um, uh, it's great. I've been calling all week, and I don't call more because I'm always busy at this time, but I do listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I want to say about chivalry, I disagree with Tally Soul about, um, she said it's natural. I don't think it's natural. I think it's what you're shown. It's what you're taught. It's what you're guided towards. And as women today, and the women I've, I'm seeing grow up in the last 25 years, we want to open the door for ourselves and our men to open the door. Mm. So we can't have it both ways. As far as feminism is concerned, we want to be boss bitches, but we want men to be leaders and take care of us when we don't recognize a leader. We don't know what that looks like if it's not modeled to us in some way. Mm, interesting. This so, is deep. <laughs> so what I see right now about chivalry, I don't think it's dead, but I definitely believe as women, we have to know or recognize in a man to lead and know our place as a woman. He's definitely the head, but we are the neck to support him. Wow. Earlier, you talked about how do women know actually you know, what I heard you say is their place. And we don't know our place. Did I say? The children, place? I... No, you didn't say specifically your place, but we don't know our role. Uh, roles. We were talking about... Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Okay. And and, and I, I get how you, you put that together, but okay. What is it? Do you know it? Yeah, it, it's, it's the support. It's whatever he needs at the time that he needs it. Hmm. Mm, interesting. This is because a lot of women might push back from that. Of course, they're going to push back because they want to be boss bitches. We want to get our BBLs. We want to attract the man we want without understanding do we qualify for that man. We leverage being taken care of and having the man that we want for education or wanting to be strong women. I don't want to be strong anymore. Recognizing who I am. Um, of course, you know, I'm a Sagittarius, but I also found out recently that um, my moon and my rising sign is Aries and Leo. So oh, I'm a triple threat. Triple fire. I'm all fire. Oh, God. <laughs> Burn it down. So, <laughs> my, my, my job or what I need to do is to learn how to quell that fire mm. and play my position. And that's not in front of them. Mm. It's to support and give him what he needs when he needs it. Wow. I love it. Dana, you know you're more than welcome to call in anytime. Bring San Fernando back in the building. We appreciate the call. Thank you for reaching out. Listen, ladies, if you disagree with her, call in. If you disagree, call in. What happened to Sean? Listen, when we come forward... I'm going to take a few more calls, and then I'm going to give you my final thoughts on tonight's topic. This thing has been crazy. We got a lot to talk about. Is it good to you? you? More Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward.
Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of reason and my playlist has returned. I want to get uh, one of our favorite callers in here. He calls in every day. We love him. Sean from Oakland, California. Sean, what are your thoughts, man, on chivalry? Well, hey, brother. Well, I really appreciate the love. Uh, You know, chivalry, right? Courage, honor, courtesy. Let's remember that. Let me say it again. Courage, honor, courtesy. That's Mm. part of the definition. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and, you know, sometimes we get mixed up on all that. You know, and maybe I'm not that smart on all this, but I'll tell you what, that means being polite. Being a nice guy, right? That's right. Right. So let me tell you something. You know, when a woman is in our system, especially in America, I mean, come on, people, and she's successful, and she's in the old boys network, and she's kicking butt, you know, and, and, you know, I've had this experience, and I wanted to get in there and save her or rescue her when this uh, dude was being really, you know, an idiot. And I went in there and I, she said, back up, back up. And I was like, no, I'm going to kick his, you know what? And, and she said, no, no, I don't need to be rescued from you. You know why? And here's the key brothers though. She said, I'm smarter than them. Mm-hmm. That's what this whole thing's all about. Chivalry Hey, the women who are smarter and can deal in this world and get their job done and kick that rear end and, and, and be a team mate of uh, uh, any male, you know, get it done and bam and support it, guys, because I'm an old guy. I, I made all the mistakes. Support it because those are golden. Those are diamonds. Those are platinum women you want to keep a hold of thank you sean we appreciate the insight thank you for calling from oakland california if you want to bring your city in the building all you got to do is dial the number 1-800-920-158 let me just get back to it chivalry it's a code of honor that's based on respect right and i always tell men there are no shortcuts to having a meaningful relationship right The quality of your relationship is a reflection of the relationship you have with yourself. And all that means is, you know, do you love yourself? Do you accept yourself? Do you approve of yourself? Is your self-esteem, is the origin of your self-esteem from you? Or is it external, right? And always tell men, man, you got to always engage in a self-battle. Right. Because all the meaningful things in your life will come out of you. Right. And then everything else in your life will be magnetized to you and reflect what has come out of you. So you expecting a woman to be everything that you're not. You're expecting a woman to be uh, this this thing you can lean on. She's supposed to nurture. She's supposed to have my back. Well, you don't. You don't nurture yourself. You think nurturing is feminine. But you do know you got to nurture yourself. Right? As a man, you have to nurture yourself. Maybe you don't like the word nurture because it sounds like maybe neutered. 
If you nurture yourself, brother, you're not neutering yourself. Do you understand? Self-care. I don't like the word care because care means burden. Right? That's why I use self-empathy. Men have to learn how to self-empathize. Right? You got a bad relationship with your mother? Work on yourself. Deal with men. This is how I respond in these kind of situations. Am I attracting a woman that's like my mother, that triggers me like my mother does? Why is that the case? Go on a journey. Right? But what we do is we hide behind codes of ethics. Okay, these are the rules that were established by a medieval group that says women are to kneel in the presence of my sword. No, that's not how this works. She won't kneel to you until you make your shadow kneel to your light. You got to learn how to make your shadow, your trauma, yield to your light. Now, if you don't know how to do that, all you're going to have is a reflection of the work you didn't do in your intimate relationships. That's all you're going to have. See, a woman pulled to do this and a woman pulled to do that. See, and I'm going to tell you something else. That's what a woman pulled to do. No, no. She's supposed to reflect back to you what you have yet to do within you. You better understand why she's there, brothers. Anyway, I started the conversation. You finish it. I'll be here tomorrow with another slapper. Up next, Danny Morrison and Robin Ayers. They're going to keep the fire lit. I'll holla at you tomorrow. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.